güey. It's our new theme song. You like it? I dig it. All right, guys. Welcome this week to the Movie Dummies Podcast. We're, we're lo-fi now. We're chill. Chill. Right? We're chillaxing. Right? 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 Sir. Going into year number five of the podcast, everybody. Who'd have thought? Holy cow. Wow. One year for every listener. <laughs> so, listener, thanks to you out there. Um, Gotta gain another one. This week we're going to... Oh, we totally forgot our introductions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. I am Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Moses' brother. <laughs> I agree, wrong. Now show us your dick. Um, Ten inches of chrome, baby. <laughs> shiny and chrome, right? That's what those yeah, guys are spraying into their mouth. Yeah, don't show us this dick around video, <laughs> nice oh man. crap yeah i forgot you guys are on video um yep so we were like we've been going through these bad movies on amazon mm. and we're like shannon's like i don't want to do another action movie even though the best worst like movies like of that. all time are action movies it's like all right i'll find a romantic comedy and i just look and i see that there's this By one the way, i really love action movies starring jenna fisher called a little help and i'm like cool romantic comedy did not look at the description. <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert. It's not, a, it's not. It's not romantic. It is. There are some funny moments, though. There were a there couple was? moments that I laughed what? out loud. You'll have to there, was, there was at least one moment that I laughed out loud. There was there only was one there. moment where I laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. And it was when the dad was pee farting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there were definitely two. Oh, that was a good one. Because he's he doing a Leslie Nielsen in the bathroom. Yeah. Who? You know, it was, it was funny. Naked to be gun. part of the conversation. What's up, Matt? <laughs> he's trying to be part of the conversation. Hello. I can't hear he him. Up the door. <laughs> he sounds very distant from his microphone. He's scratching his cat. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh, yeah. This. When was this movie made? Can you? Two thousand eleven. Background. Yeah. Like, two, so it's made in two thousand eleven, and it places it in this weird time period, the summer of two thousand two. And I'm like, why the hell would they pick this time period? Well, because they had a joke they wanted to tell, like a really weird. A uh, no. set of circumstances where they would te- make the kid lie about his dad's death, saying he was a firefighter in 9-11, which was a very prescient time, right? It would need to right. be near it that was, time to be believable. If you live in New York. before the one-year anniversary. Yep. And so, like, that's why they put it here. And I'm going to go ahead and say that this movie sucks. <laughs> it is not can you good. Hear me? Right. Now I can hear you. Did you want to say something, Matthew? No, I just want to make sure you guys can hear me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of agree with Joe. I think actually, though, that the movie would have been a lot, lot better if the ending was different. 
Mm. Well, I think what we're looking at here is like somebody's actual life. A lot of this stuff is so fucked up and weird that it had to be real. It felt very realistic and nothing felt that pushed because there has been so many instances of people faking these those stories about 9-11. We had firefighters doing it, cops doing oh, it, yeah. people lying about military. So it is a very realistic situation that could have arisen, especially surrounding a self-imploding uh, spouse who who knows her husband's cheating on her, has a very strong suspicion. She's left at home raising a child by herself. And like even, I, I thought one of the best conveyed emotions was even after the funeral, like how you feel, she's like, nothing's really different for me. She's like, my husband's not at home when I'm raising my kid and he's still an asshat. Mm. I mean, to be fair, the the 12 year old lied and, and she went when, along. When, well, when she initially found out about it, she was like, yelled at him and told him you can't do that you know she she didn't immediately just jump on this you know bandwagon and boy but that little white lie turned into something didn't it yeah she she seemed to go along with it begrudgingly i mean she didn't want to put her son in the position where he would be ostracized for telling this ridiculous lie well, I and have... said they both got ostracized for telling this ridiculous lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are the consequences. I don't think any of it would have happened if she just stuck up, you know, uh, stood up to her stuck-up mother and oh. sister. Well, like, so much for of sure. that movie could have been fucking tell them the fuck off. You'll by her making your kid one in whatever decision. school you want. Well, I one think that's right part of her personality, though, guys, is that she is a human doormat. Yeah, and I have a theory. Like, we all believe that our life story is some awesome movie that could be created. Like, I've had so much stuff happen to me. Yeah, write a movie about me. I'm sure everyone thinks that. But if that was the case, because this felt very real. Right. I'm sorry. It's it, You really had to dramatize something or make something. Well, that's why based on actual events is such a great thing. You can take actual events from your life and then like build something that would be fun to watch around them. But because this feels so real and this chick is such a fucking nightmare, there's no one to root for in this movie. The kid is a little asshole. Her family is an absolute bunch of shit faces. Um, the only real likable character is Rob Benedict. Chuck. And, yeah, <laughs> Chuck thought. from Supernatural. And God. his character turns out to be kind of a weasel. So it's just like... Oh, a super... That bombshell threw me for a loop, but I, with the touchy thing. Well, like the creepiness of I've been watching you for my entire life. Right. Now, like, right. I have a crush it, on you. It, like, that someone was, could have like, that a was, lustful crush, but like I married your sister because I loved you. What? Like that, that was... It was all obvious, okay, though, and so, didn't need to be said. Yeah, it was uh, so obvious from the very first hug. He, he literally... The moment, or their first interaction, she walks in the door and he says, hey, hottie. No, he said, there's That's the not hottie. Pro- no, yeah, no, there's Angela, the hottie. I, That's I not do know that portion. To your sister-in-law. No, I'm not no. arguing that. I'm not arguing that. My mind was like, he was lustful after that person. Not, I've literally been in love with you since the seventh grade. I injected my, the only reason I'm married to my wife is because of you. Like, that would never have been conveyed that he got married. Mm-hmm. Just to be lusting after this. Woman. No, I it mean was, it, it was super it clearly convenient. wasn't. I, under, I understood. Yeah, that. it clearly wasn't because him and his wife had ever had anything in common. I mean, I mean those those two people are 
some of the least compatible people I've ever seen in my we've life. We've seen that. We've seen that in reality. Even the movie that just came out with Adam Driver, people fall out of love. That's well, what yeah, I thought but it was. so they had different parenting styles. I wrote before the reveal, Aaron, that uh, what I write. He married his wife as a consolation prize because he couldn't get Jenna Fisher. And I wrote that before the reveal because it became painfully obvious that he was in love with Jenna Fisher. Yeah, I will then concede defeat. But if someone told me that... I'm sorry, Angela. I was just going to say there was absolutely nothing surprising about this movie. It was completely predictable. I I mean, I was was calling every every hit before it happened. I didn't think Chris O'Donnell was going to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought she was I, just yeah. going to connect the dots that when she was giving him the blowy of death, that uh, he when his heart rate palpitated, that that's what he was doing in his meetings, as he said. Obviously. And then she would have it would have confirmed to her that he was cheating, and they would have got a divorce, leading to some no. sort of because you know, uh, her sister was like in love with Chris O'Donnell's character. You know, right. she would have put up with him cheating on her and shit just because I don't know. I have no idea. It, their relationships were all so fucked up and so weird that... And that... It really... For me, that's what made it seem very realis- realistic. Yeah. Is that there wasn't a good relationship in this in this entire movie. And unfortunately, that's very common. Most people uh, don't know how to interact with one another. Most People are was, unhappy in their marriages. Most people are unhappy with their siblings, with their parents, with their friends. You know, most people are dysfunctional as hell. So let's talk about just film for a minute, okay? Because let me hit this plot up. It's about a woman. Uh, her life sucks. She seems very unhappy. She believes her husband's cheating on her. That's very later naive. confirmed in the movie that he is 100% cheating on her. <laughs> um, but he dies while receiving a blowjob from her because uh, he had a heart attack and died. Uh, the rest of her life kind of unravels from there. Her kid Control lies that, lies because he has to go to a new school and tells everybody there that his dad uh, died in 9-11 because he was already getting made fun of for being fat. Uh, Jenna Fisher evidently is an alcoholic. Her sister is a super control freak. Her mom sides with her sister. Her dad is like absent. And uh, her sister's husband, Rob Benedict, seems like a perfectly nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Turns Except out he's creepy. just a fucking creep. You know, um, in the end, it just ends with the lie about 9-11 being revealed and very obvious that Jenna Fisher and her kid are going to have to leave town <laughs> because. But we have no idea. Yeah, it just kind of. Yes, yeah, the ending was incredibly dissatisfying, Sucked. but yeah, again, I wanted to see her at the very least. <laughs> give her a blowy. So like a three act story structure, something that you're you're used to in a film this movie didn't have three acts it had one literally yeah i, I wanted to see her like tell her mom and her sister off sure controlling. or actually do something to. like her actions would tell them off she didn't do anything there she's was, like a lump yeah there's no climax to this movie at no point did and she just, realize just like her sex session with that weird dude no oh, climax. Yeah, that was there. weird. Was he, he is awesome. He is the best. Tell him. Tell yeah, him. that was really weird, right? That was a climax. Tell me I'm that the fucking was... best. Hey. And I love that like King of Queens was on in the background. Mm-hmm. Like how mundane. Ah. 
Well, there's, I can't ejaculate unless uh, uh, Frank's <laughs> Frank Costanza's sitting there. Right. Can't, can't do it. You know, something. there was one successful relationship between the father and the son. A little creepy and putting your life into, like, injecting his life into his son to, like, live vicariously through him, but... You know, I don't know that it's necessarily living vicariously. I think um, his his son is obviously good at stuff he always wanted to be good at as it as it comes out later with the guitar thing mm-hmm. but i think he's like more of a realist than that he doesn't want his kid to be controlled by this woman like he is right and he it must but be talented more... as far as music goes he's like a radio station a station manager or something he's so he must like understand music relief yeah with his boss yeah if you want to call that comic relief, go ahead. Well, it seemed like they had uh-huh. a good relationship. I would have rather watched that yeah. movie. I agree with Aaron. <laughs> I think there were some good relationships. I think they were just like, I think even after the creepy reveal, I think Jenna Fisher and her brother-in-law had an okay relationship. I think it was just fucking like changed by the revelation. But I think the, like Aaron said, the son and the father also had a good relationship. I think he had a okay relationship with their daughter. He just, right. Yeah, I think Rob Benedict was a good dad. I just think that uh, yeah. no one in that house is going to be happy because that lady is such a, an awful person. Yeah. And she if is a I nightmare. got anything out of this movie, it was the fact that Jenna Fisher's character, Laura, could get up and leave her situation and try to better herself where Rob or whatever his name was, Chuck... <laughs> He Check. was stuck, and he did not want to get out of the situation. He would tell people how he felt, but he didn't do anything about it. She was kind of naive, too, though, to the situations. Well, I think he wanted to do something about it, but he wanted to do the wrong thing. Because I think, you know, they were obviously going to her house to bone, but she didn't get there because mm. her son was going to be right. ostracized. She tried to rescue him. Yeah, but that didn't work out. No. No, but it was a very tender moment. It was. Yeah. I I did I like mean. the realistic relationships that can evolve in family as well as just when bad things happen, that is where bad relationships and habits can form. It felt like that movie could have been released on UPN 50 in 98. Like that's well, what it I know because 9-11 didn't happen yet, but... I think it was supposed to take place in 2003, though, because they were like, oh, you know, last year's 9-11 first well, year ceremony. The very, the very beginning of the movie said it's been 10 months since 9-11. So, yeah. yeah. So well, that's the, 2002, no matter how you do the math. still had an ashtray. What cars have ashtrays? Anymore? 2002 and 2002 <laughs> did. <laughs> there you go. And then what was with her and the bird in the dentist's office at first? They were trying to make it funny. I really thought this was Rio, just non-animated. I thought that's what they're going to do with the bird and her. And I was like, I'm confused because she talked to the guy she bones, right? About the bird. And he's like, the bird freaks me out. She's like, it's supposed to be calming. Well, it's not. I mean, at first, I thought she was going to murder the bird. Yeah. And at at another point, I thought she was going to murder the dog. Oh my goodness! No, she but she gets walked down by everybody. That lady's absolutely trashing her, and then like going, "Go get 
my dog. And she goes and gets the fucking dog. Like That's where I'm I saying know. she's like, not, she can't make her own choice. She's a human doormat. You need to stand up for yourself, girl. But at no point in this movie do you kind of, you think the movie's about her, but you're learning about everybody else. And you're like, is this movie about her? So this movie is like. You don't know who the hell It's like a about. snapshot. And the title, You're not looking at like narrative structure, which is odd because it won an award for best narrative feature at a film festival. Like, there's no narration huh. here. It's uh, I mean, there's a reason why it made eighty five thousand at the box office. Yeah, you heard that right, eighty five thousand. Wow. <laughs> eighty five thousand what? Dollars. That's all it made. Yeah. Uh, critics consensus on this movie is forty one percent. The audience likes it even less. So. This is one of those movies where it's. Um, it reminded I mean, me of like a. I will, Angela. I will say Jenna Fisher was acting her heart out though. But do you she, think this she, this is prime Jenna Fisher time, two thousand and eleven? Do you think mm-hmm. this has anything to do with the fact or the reason why she's not starring in movies now? That'd be sad if it was. Because I, I think agree with many Angela. people are going to view her as typecast for a long time. She's it's just like what uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston just came out and spoke about it that I could not escape the Rachel from Friends. Yeah, but she and did I think fine. She was in tons of movies. She can't escape Pam. What wasn't really she? killing it in all of the movies. She was good, but she wasn't like some monster A list bringing an Oscar home. Well, no, not until she started doing comedies. Once she started doing yeah. comedies, she started acting a lot more. I think there would have been a real opportunity for this to actually be a truly quality movie about a down on their luck and a very flawed protagonist. Very, very flawed. Yeah, but you give them an arc. You give a three-act structure. You have her go through the thing. Mm -hmm. You have her learn her lesson, and you show her growth, right? I don't mind her making another mistake. I just think they could have written that better. I I like – I'm okay with a character being that flawed where they're just moving forward. There are some people in this world – that are bulls in a china shop. They are going to move forward at no cost, and sometimes they leave that well, then weight you behind need, them, and it you sucks. Need to, and she, she was penalized. But this isn't what you know. How you tell a film story? That's more like a play. Yeah. You know, we'll so like that. perhaps you do have that protagonist. I guess their protagonist, just by the virtue of the fact that this is the story we're watching, they go ahead and they they wreck everybody's life, and everybody else is in their wake. Give the, her surrounding characters an arc. Make her sister stop being so bitchy because she learned her lesson. Make her mom start being more attentive because she realizes she's been neglectful to a certain extent. Make Rob Benedict uh, learn that uh, he's all fucked up in the head. He needs to leave his wife or something. Right. You know, you give these people some sort of thing, but this movie did absolutely nothing. It's like a barely a snapshot of a, uh, it's months, but it's like, it's barely part of one act of a film. Yeah, it's like someone's life, and they only told it from one perspective. Yes. And if they were going to tell it from multiple angles to give us a good climax, you needed to, you needed more. I think if there was another supporting character along with Jenna. Oh, yeah. Something. That uh, maybe was like Chuck. A I'm quirky sorry. best friend. Or somebody that just made it just a little bit more interesting. Yeah, Dave I mean, Chappelle should have been her best friend. Dynamic. I vote. M- one of my favorite scenes of the movies, just because of I could see it going that way, like when you're arguing with your kid, and that he's like, "You suck, you suck," and she bursts through the door. You know what? No, you suck, and she's just <laughs> yelling at him, and he goes, "You're the worst," and she's like, "No, 
you're the worst and runs away and it was just like a pure toddler meltdown between a grown-up and mm. a child who had the same emotional capacity as her, her child is literally the only person throughout this whole movie she ever stands up to yep. yeah that's true she stands up to a child and they have a weird moment. Can we talk about the moment at the beginning of the movie where they're in the car and he talks about... Seeing a girl's tit? Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, mom, it's an 11-year-old. It's not even a tit. And I'm like, what? I the- think that was for her to be the dad. Like, she was trying to act like a friend there for a moment. She's trying like, to be cool. Bro time. Yeah. I, I think she was just trying to find some way to salvage this crumbling shit relationship. But, but yeah, it was creepy. creepy the kid creepy, to creepy. me, I wrote down, was an a bee pat, an ass hat. I was like, this kid's yeah. a jerk. He's an absolute dick face. But I'm sure yeah. he. But that's just as much modeled. her fault as it is his. He's getting his dad's not around, so he doesn't. He's actually. She has a very hard time telling him no. Yeah. I think it's the dad's fault more than anything, but then you know he dies. So. Well, I mean, it's it's a combination of things. Mom and dad need to be on the same page about that shit. But but she's when also he throws like, the fucking phone at her. I was like, I would have beat that kid's ass, right or wrong. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's an you can tell me that that's oh, yeah. wrong all day long, but I don't know that I would have been able look. to stop myself. She didn't even look after him. She knew it was going to happen, like it's happened in the past. Right. Yeah. No. Because uh, the honest, the honest to God thing on the is, floor drinking a Budweiser. She kind of, if you're sitting there drunk on the floor at four o'clock in the afternoon, you kind of deserve to get the phone thrown at you just a teensy bit. That's what I'm saying. It's like her fault. And if she doesn't go beat his ass, somebody somebody else eventually will. But she also kind of models horrible behavior. So they go to this party for her family and uh, Chris O'Donnell has a two-seater car. Yeah. Convertible. And she gets in the back where there's not even a Shannon, is there a chance on God's green earth? Hell no. We, we would take that car to the party. No, we wouldn't own that car. Well, let's say if just <laughs> just say we did, and in on God's green earth, I would have said I'm driving would myself. One, would one of the children be the person <laughs> person sitting up front and not you? Hell no. No, I would be in the front seat. Exactly. I'd sit, bitch. You know what I mean? It's the like the kid would be on the lap. If worst case, no, we would take a different kid, car. There's only a kid would break my legs. You yeah, take a different car, you just wouldn't go. That's how that would go. Right. It's that upset me. I was like, what which just the shows hell everybody's personality. Is a perfect snapshot into everybody's personality. Fucking doormat Jenna, go sit in the back. Oh, I I wrote down this note because when they walk into is it his her sister's her house? Her sister's house, yeah. The TV in the background is so tiny in their entertainment center. I was like, wow, remember when like having a 20 inch was a really big deal? It was oh, yeah, so 20 small. inch flat screen. Yeah, yeah 10 inch chrome flat screen. Wood yes. like entertainment center around it. I was, it was like, only supposed to be 2002. They had big TVs back then. Well, <laughs> it was on the stand. Fiber, right? The biggest TV you get was like a 13 inch. I know my parents got a big TV, but it was like literally on a stand and you had to push it around for <laughs> Super Bowl. But this thing was so small. Yeah, I think if you had like a 26-inch TV, you're doing pretty well back then. Yeah. yeah. If, well, you had a, if you had a 30-inch, you're a like, pool whoa, a 30-inch. What about four and a half? Is that average? Yeah, that's probably pretty good. You can push for an extra half inch. So. Uh, <laughs> and what, let's change the subject. What was with them eating in the dark? Yeah, there's a lot of problem with light in this movie. They didn't have a budget for lighting. 
Well, UPM no, no. 50, baby. Mosquitoes. Do they not have bugs? No, they just set out in the fucking dark like a bunch of creeps. Well, I guess no bugs would be attracted, but... Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, those lights in the backyard. Mosquitoes are just can't see each other's face. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have that dinner that me. late, but it is New York, so... <sighs> oh. Yeah, but New York in the what in the summer, this yeah. is supposed to be summer. Yeah. At that time of day, or at, at that level of darkness, it would have been like 10 o'clock. Who the fuck is eating dinner at 10 o'clock at Pe- night? People uh, in New York. Unfortunately. My neighbors eat dinner at 8.30 p.m. Supper? Yeah. Which one is it? I don't know. Which one of the two? Who the hell knows? We went to New York for our dinner. anniversary. Yeah. And, and people, we, 9 o'clock is like dinner time. Yeah, they're like, we're going to go out to dinner with you guys. We'll meet you there at 8.30, have dinner at 9. We're like, what? Like, okay, that can be my second dinner. <laughs> what about 11th? Right. What, what's that, Frodo Baggins? That's right. It was so strange, but they also don't wake up until like 9, 9.30 and get to work till 11. Their time clock's just a little off. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> Time There's room. also a whole subplot in this movie where her sister forces this lawyer upon her to sue the doctor that looked at her husband the night of that party that Shannon's talking about. Creep. And it keeps going on and on and on. He Who's just wants to make sister. money. Yeah, he was he was doing He's what he totally needed to boning do. the sister. Insurance. I doubt he was boning the sister. I don't think he would bone someone that ugly. No, she was uh she's no, he's too much of a douchebag to... She's the opposite of Elevensies. Yes. <laughs> you guys are so mean. She's second breakfast. So... Oh, <laughs> this lawyer is real. He's slimy. He's a litigator. He wants his check. And he figures suing this doctor will get him an easy check. Maybe, you know, a couple hundred thou. And so he's really pushing it. Uh, Jenna Fisher doesn't want to do it. And in the end, the settlement comes through, and it's like measly. He says it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and she says take it, and he says no. But it looked like at the end of the movie, through absolutely no voiceover, uh, you can hear no dialogue, that she does take the settlement, and she's about to leave town. Mm-hmm. Did I anyone else feel like that? That's where the end of this movie was going. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I have a question that I just am realizing, and guys, I am slow. I'm, okay. I'm going to apologize right now. Did she give him the blowy to see if his heart rate was going to rise? No. She's a doormat, Aaron. She's absolutely emotionally abused. Well, no, because he didn't want it in the first place. But, like, I thought, like, right now as we're getting through this, that she was testing for the cheat on it. No, she wanted to get fucked. Yeah, she She said she didn't have to do anything. That was just a pure blowy. There was nothing else coming there. No, but she was, she's so desperate for attention, Aaron. Right. She remembered the last day they had sex was Memorial Day. <laughs> but he's had. Do you think lots he said, "I'm the best"? No, he <laughs> said, "Oh, my heart stopped." <laughs> I just she didn't even react that badly when he fell over and was dying. She's like, "Okay." Well, that's what I'm telling you. The it's probably more relief. Was so, like, how did she not put it together? Oh, my heart! It happens during meetings. I'm like, what she the? did though. She knew the whole that's time, but that's that is part of being an abused person. She was abused by her mom, you know, Controlled. emotionally abused. She's yeah. abused by her sister, and she's abused Ugh. by her husband. This is, you know. Oh, you know what? I will. You know what? Of course, I, I she's the doormat. That. Yeah, that does make a little more sense. The abuse portion of it, I think, does 
trump her being vindictive or testing it because i do think she knew i think she was right i never never doubted that her husband wasn't cheating on her but i mean Aaron, it's very subtle but no like sex was weird why do you think it, it seemed like when she got the phone call she doesn't see her sister much when they go to the party uh rob benedict even says to crystal donald you guys aren't over here ever yep but then all of a sudden, after her husband dies, she seems to gravitate over there quite a bit. And it, I don't think it's because of any other reason than she needs to be abused. The need of... Well, or just attention. Like, she didn't have well, anybody at this else. Point, I mean, it seems at this point in her life, the only people she has in her life are well, the people who abuse her. Right, or that, that normal the feeling. people who... Right, or the people who refuse to step in, you know, like right. her dad didn't seem emotionally abusive, but he also didn't step in. He yeah, was like what, emotionally abused by her of, mother. At the end of the movie, she says, you know, why didn't you ever stick up for me? He's like, well, you got to do everything on your own. You know, that's how the world works. And then but he told the, a story it's about great himself. advice. It's absolutely sage advice. Just about 25 years too Where late. Where was that advice during the family intervention? Hmm? I don't think it's good advice. I think you should stick up for your kid if you're spouses being a piece of shit to them. No, go pee in yeah. the bathroom, leave well, the door open. No, I'm saying that's that is what it is. He can make his own decisions as a husband and a father, but that advice would have helped her a lot when she was young. <laughs> yeah. You know, make your own way, fight for yourself. I'm not gonna fight for you. He could have seen his daughter being abused like that and went and told her that. Yeah, it didn't seem like he had not ever wait gave till her she was advice. fucking thirty five years old with a dead husband and a kid that she can't control to finally give her the advice she needs to actually stand up for herself. But then she still didn't stand up for herself. I don't no. think she ever will. And I know, I know that you're one of the, you know, one of the things that we don't like about this movie is the fact that there's no growth, but in life, that's, sometimes that's life. there's no growth. Yeah, I've known I, I plenty guess. of people who there's have no never change. grown. Well, that movie also only took place over what? two to three months not growth doesn't always go that fast there but there's there's the thing uh angela like don't make a movie about that then yeah at least progress a little bit more and you know what i mean like this is supposed to be entertainment it's supposed to be a film there there's all these rules and structures and language what about burn after reading nobody grew in that there was nobody white liked that movie either it fucking sucks oh yeah you are right sure but not everybody Not everybody, you know, sometimes I'm guessing that this, whoever wrote, directed, you know, whoever Same produced dude. this film, he had something that he wanted to get off his chest and that yeah. he wasn't necessarily concerned about making a movie that was going to be entertaining or, or sticking to any kind of structure. He just, he just wanted to make something that was real, probably from his real life. Michael J. Whitehorn's his name. And, like, I get that. I understand that. But, like I said before, why not use it as based on a true story? Like, this all seems like a snapshot into this person's life. Like, maybe he's Rob Benedict. Who? He, he was that guy. Or, may, or maybe he... Or maybe he's the kid yeah. telling the story maybe of his mom. Um, we don't know who, maybe it was flipped and he was the husband whose wife, you know, who knows. But, like, all I know is, like, 
use this as a jumping off point to tell a story in a narrative structure that actually like it fulfills the audience this uh, this doesn't leave the audience with much other than going okay this just reminds me of actual life and life's bleak as fuck and i don't really want to watch this movie ever again and the only i don't even know epiphany that we got because the title of this movie is a little help Mm -hmm. and i was like why is it called this i really wondered why but it, it was, has it Rob Benedict, but it has zero meaning. Hope. Exactly, and it was something she says, Jenna Fisher, as Laura, when she, whether she realized it or not, she realized I'm a pretty person. I could probably do a lot better. I could have a better life. You know, I just need a little help. But, but then she like walks away from this guy who seems to want to do anything for her. Well, because she need like that's how abuse becomes cyclical she unknowingly is going to seek out someone who treats her the way she feels she deserves to be treated. Then she shouldn't have kissed him. Well, she did well, end up walking away from him, too. Yeah, she was gonna she was gonna get the freaky on. Gosh, her poor family would have been really messed up if she was... I think her poor family is already on. messed up. Well, right, but I cannot imagine. That would have been a great story. I would have wanted to yeah. see what would happen. I would have, you know what? This movie would have been better if they watched the dis- dissolution of that family. That would have been at least in its own right interesting. Or right. there was something into That's this really movie real. that like took you from a place to a place. This movie treaded water for two, almost two hours. And we were like, okay, they're still treading. Mm. Um, anybody want to throw them a life preserver or something? Give them a little help? Because they needed help with the script. And like... Angela's saying everyone's doing a lot of acting in this movie, but none of it is particularly good because the script is so weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's, uh, Jenna Fisher's acting her ass off with words that are absolute nonsense. Yeah. But she's she is doing a good job doing it, though. But you know what I mean? <clears throat> like, I, it's like saying I this person needs an Oscar for the community theater performance. Drinking. Well, I'm not saying she needs an Oscar. I'm she did a really good job. This was, this was not Pam Beasley. Sure, you know, she she was somebody different, and it was well acted. Mm. But you know, you give a girl like Jenna Fisher, who is a good actress, and she can do dramatic stuff, and you put her in this movie. She took, she took a chance on this movie to try to further her career, and look at that, she's not in dramas. Yeah. Do you guys know who the real comic relief was in this movie? Because there was only one. The dog? Dad? The parrot? The parrot. The yeah. parrot? Rinse now! Rinse now! I love Don't rinse! I love the parrot. Don't rinse. It oh, talked? God. Wow. Yeah, it was talking. I must have ignored that. Probably should have. It was awful. Could you imagine that that bird would have irritated me so bad but like her shaking hands i was imagining there was a lawsuit coming up with her shaking with the knife in the guy's mouth or something like not I was only that, something bad she does that at work and then she goes home and all she hears is a stupid fucking dog right all day. right i would have left that was me, they would have been a made a different story it would have been summer of matt because <laughs> <laughs> the dog would have told me to cut its owner up or something jesus yeah, I don't know. Um, I, know I can't in good conscience really recommend people watch this movie. No, it's. I think it would be great for the Mystery Science Theater to pull apart, but it's still <sighs> worse. That'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not fun I, enough. It's not. I think this might be a good movie for somebody to watch who is 
in a similar situation and needs a push to get out. How would this movie push them to do anything? Nothing happens in it. Because as an audience member, the whole time I was screaming at Jenna Fisher to do something. Wrong with you? But she didn't do anything. <laughs> I know she didn't, but she I, did. the audience how member wanted her to. So how would this empower anyone if, they're, if they see someone who's just like them and they do nothing? Wouldn't they just because continue to do nothing? How, well, no, because they're seeing how miserable she is. But they're also seeing, well, she couldn't do it. How could I? Somebody else's. Yeah, and it makes women. I, I retract it. Then I don't. I don't know. I don't no, know. I I agree, I, I, I agree with you on one hand. I'm just playing devil's advocate. But on the other hand, I think this could also be very damaging to someone in that situation. But I think that's what women do. Women take things. Oh, men and too. Question it, and I. If you watch this, you're questioning yourself, and you think, "Well, I wouldn't <sighs> want to do that. I don't want to be in that." Situation. I don't think necessarily people in a victim mentality would do that, Shannon. People who There's have little... that victim mentality believe that that's happening to them for a reason. They believe they deserve it. That's how they've talked themselves into staying. That's how they. That's how she's talked herself into letting her kid treat her like shit. That's how she's talked herself into believing her mom loves her. So if I was a good friend and I had another friend who was going through a, a similar situation and I sit down and watch this boring movie with her, hopefully she would see that she needs a, an out. And if she doesn't see it, then I know she's doomed. I don't know. Did you did you guys feel that Jenna Fisher throughout this movie was cognizant that she's being abused? No, no, she had no idea. And I think that's probably how it is in real life. Uh, maybe they are deep down, but their self worth is so riddled with uh, you know Swiss cheese holes that like I mean there is none right that they're like well you know it's not that big a deal it's not that big a deal. And it's not that he didn't mean it. He'll 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 apologize. It'll be okay. My mom didn't mean it when she said that. And it's always an excuse after an excuse. And I think that's how you become a doormat. I felt like she stood up for herself at least um, a couple of times. Number one, for her confronting her husband, although bad times, she, well, she was did drunk. confront. Still did it. Her mom. She didn't let her mom come out there and take the cake out. She yelled there. Again, uh, her drunk. The, but, drunk. but then yeah, then she did concede essentially everywhere else with the lawyer. She conceded with the school. She conceded with the help. So, I would just say at least she did try a little bit. When did but she, she needed the, she needed liquid courage? With Rob Benedict. Yeah, but didn't did she make any decisions when she smoked? No, pot? he did. He started telling her that he was in love with her and stuff. But she said that it makes her feel paranoid. Paranoid. So I'm wondering if she did something maybe no. out of the blue or if it's just alcohol that triggers her emotions. Uh, she her had liquid courage, confidence. that's all. Yeah. I don't know. I think we should probably get into the business of uh, rating, it? rating this movie and telling Before people. Fest unless there's anything else anybody wants to talk about. Mm. Ooh, I do. What was up with her fucking kitchen slash laundry room? Yeah, that was weird. How successful is Chris O'Donnell supposed to be if that's their house? Driving a Mazda Miata. I'm guessing <laughs> that he projects being much more successful than he is because he's the kind of douchebag that thinks that matters, which is why he would have been much more compatible with her sister and but her they're in a nice ass house in a way nicer neighborhood. But she was telling jenna fisher later in the movie how lucky she was to have chris o'donnell right 
because I think he makes a lot of money, but he squanders it. He's been probably you know, paying for the, the second lawyer, apartment for his floozy. Probably right. But the like, lawyer said that he did bad things with his money, and you are in a lot yeah. of debt. But like uh, Rob Benedict, stable dude, seems to have a really good job. They got a nice ass house, nice cars. Well, it seems like the sister has a good job. She's ugly, but she must be good at business. Very good at business. Who knows? I'm not good at business. Hello, business. I'm, I'm good at business. <laughs> she seems like the bossy business person type. I don't know. Also, would any of you have a problem with your kids playing in a garage band if they were actually that good? No, that was no. the best part of this movie. No, but she's so obtuse. She's so ridiculous. She she thinks the things that matter don't really matter. You know, the things that don't really matter are the things that she thinks really matters. He's suffering and, you know, his, his grades aren't aren't doing well as if, you know, as if for him that should matter. But right. he has this really great talent. He is dedicated and devoted to this, which means he's going to give it his all. And he has a real shot at making that work for him. But she's so stupid she just she, she's she a cunt to acknowledge you, you right. if, if these were like the kiska possible. brothers and their mom was like you guys can't play in the garage up in frankenmuth <laughs> uh they would have missed out on a lot because great event i don't know huge. i, I, I kind of dis i i i disagree with her um how she handled it but legitimately the kids in high school not doing you're seeing your grades go from a to c's and d's we don't know that situation and if he legitimately wasn't doing it i'd be kind of on that like listen you you gotta stop i would in in high school i would likely try to push my kids toward bettering their grades and extracurricular until it's time to you're in college and he's in 10th grade saying i'm not, not going to, go to college. college i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a drummer i i don't know if i trust my 16 year old to be making those decisions yet but you'd want him to at least graduate you don't want him. Yeah, to I'm just... not going to tell him. I'm not going to be like that no, for sure. There, yeah, she, I, that's why I'm saying her delivery was shit. Her reasoning was at least it right. was the most but, prudent but getting decision seized, at that time. But getting C's doesn't mean you're not going to graduate. No, and I'm, if my but kid's that good at something, writing songs, playing the guitar, and singing, and she he just, says he doesn't want to go college, go to college. He wants to pursue this. Guess what? He can go to college later. I'm not going to make him go to fucking college. If he wants to go try to make it doing this shit, let him. But In I today's I'm, day and world, that would make sense. In 2001, before we even have what we've had with schools and that, I would still say for at 16, stopping and not giving your all in the school portion is going to get me as a parent. Like, what the hell's going on here? But from her point of view, she never really realized that yeah, she, her marriage was a sham. It seems that oh, she, she must have. She knows. No, she hates her husband. Yes. She can't stand the guy. The thing is, she never took the time to actually listen to the kid play or anything. No, it, it wouldn't have mattered if he was Greta Van Fleet, right? Everything is business to her. Yeah. And she has to control every situation. With There's him. the thing. It wouldn't have mattered anything. She thought she knew it was right for her kid, and it has to be that way or else. It's all or nothing. That's a good her. point. I, I agree to that. You know what I mean? Ugh. So who gets to start the rating of this big turd? Uh, I don't know. Hey, Aaron, since Matthew. you claimed during the week that this movie wasn't that bad, let's hear what you rate it. <laughs> I rated a three. 
Oh, jeez, Opeats. Why? Hey, Aaron, I'll never um, get used to your rating system. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was I, this movie was really movie. enjoyable. I <laughs> no, I actually... They mentioned it's a, tit? <laughs> I, I recommend this movie, even though it is a three for maybe even a times two watch, because there has been only a handful of movies that I saw, like, those. all of those things can happen. Like, there was nothing truly so far out there but i think all of the distinguishing factors that make a movie a good movie were missing like she it was like a supporting cast movie um number one i would like things that could have bettered it her confronting the bimbo for going back on her uh not not saying she was sleeping with her husband sure her confrontation of anybody in her family her father just getting one sucker punch by chuck would have made that movie it would have had it would that sucker punch to chuck Actually, you know what? Chuck screwing with that father saying, I'm pretty sure you were the third reporter, was the most emotion conveyed out of almost anybody in there. Right. And I just, it can't be a five because it's not mediocre because it's missing so much, but it was a three. But I'd still recommend it on a day if you just wanted to feel a little better about yourself. Just what could I be doing wrong? Because there was a little bit of all of us and all of those characters. Mm seeing a little bit of the, the the neglect, some of the bad relations, or things that we wish we could do, or situations that we wish we could have handled differently, like Angela yelling at the TV. That's what I would have done. But when you are seeing it in that hindsight, you know, foresight, what is that? Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's almost the whole movie is hindsight. You know she's going to make the mistake again. So if that type of realism, if you hated Burn After Reading, don't watch this movie. That would be your easiest gauge to this you hate burn after reading don't watch this movie 100 percent. but if you were at least halfway satisfied by seeing no character change and an unnecessary death here you go it's your movie right interesting the the death is you're right never mind go ahead who's next I think he's done you decide uh matt yeah um i'll give it a three and a half i think aa ron has a point though as far as watching it goes, I think movies like this, as bad as they are, they need to exist just because there's too much non-tragedy in Hollywood that, you know, every movie you see, uh, the hero wins at the end of the day. Um, I think sometimes you just need something real, real. And that's kind of what this movie delivers. Um, that could have been done. Yeah. Could have been done a lot better just because we know that Jenna Fisher has a great acting range. Like Joe said, the script kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, get better, you have better lines, you have some different stuff, and it could have worked out. I think a lot of it had to do with some of the direction, too, because in one scene, she's breaking down, and then it cuts away, and it cuts back, and she's, you know, you right. they took away her tears or something, because she looked all right. Mm-hmm. I think the direction and, and all that didn't work out very well, but yeah, I gave it a three and a half. All right. Uh, Angela? I'm also going to give it a three. Um, and I'm also going to echo Aaron and Aaron a little bit. Um, you just call Aaron and Aaron the same. <laughs> did I? You I did. Matt, Matt, Matt and Aaron. I'm going to... Um, I found this movie to be sobering. It was yeah. Ooh, not, it was not enjoyable. It was not fun. But 
it was very true to life. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been Jenna Fisher in my life. I've, I, I know what she was going through in that, in that time frame. I know how hard it is to see it. I know how hard it is to get out from under it. And mm. I sympathize with her inability to do so. I, I've seen a lot of these types of relationships, these types of people in real life. And, and it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's, yeah. And there, there are people out there who never grow, who never change, who never recognize that they're not the hero of their story. They're the villain in everybody else's. Or that while they're the hero in their story, they're the villain in everybody else's. Right. They fail to recognize that. And they just go their entire miserable lives being miserable and making everybody else around them miserable for no reason other than because they refuse to acknowledge that they're a hero in their story. And it's right, just, that they, they can actually do something to change their situation. Right. Right. I yeah. think and, and that's why I definitely recommend that people, I, I recommend that people watch this because this type of movie doesn't exist very, you know, they're few and far between where okay. it's just, it just puts it out there for you and it doesn't try to dress it up and it doesn't, it doesn't put it into a movie format because life isn't in a movie format. Does and not, go ahead. not to say that every movie should be like this, but you know, I like that some of them exist. Go ahead, Matt. I think what Joe is saying uh, is right. Like she's a doormat and I don't think anybody in that situation would do much different because she's just been abused her whole entire life. Right. And as much as, you know, if you're in that situation, you need to stick up for yourself and get out of there. I think at, at that point, she's, you know, in that point in her life, she's still going to keep doing it because, you know, she's, a, she's getting abused by her mom or sister. Her dad won't stick up for her. Um, I think as much as, you, you know, you kind of think, well, she should really just learn to stick up for herself because she's going to have to. Well, yeah, that's true, but she's not dealing with schoolyard bullies. It's her own mother and right. her older sister. So I don't I think. And she seemingly has no friends and absolutely zero support network. Exactly. People who drink Budweiser don't have a lot of friends. So, like, <laughs> just. I know I'll say it all during my thing. Hopefully I'll remember. But go ahead, Shannon. Do you want to go first? No, go ahead. I am, you're going to think that I don't have a heart, everyone. I rated this a one out of 10. Yes, this is really real. But to me, it, it was, of course, it's boring. But from my perspective, it was too real for me. Mm. Um, being too real, I don't want to see that. I want freaking fantasy and action and blow someone's freaking head off because you want to see I, someone get blown away or let them finish their blow. You know, something. It, just, you know? it rang too true for me. If I wanted this kind of movie, I would have went and spent time with my family for a month <laughs> and <laughs> kind of lived through this crap. And I think that's why yeah. it turned me sour. I yeah. It's too true, and I had to separate, and I could see myself in Jenna Fisher. And that lady I, reminds me of someone for sure. I really that uh that mom. And yes, 
it's so true and we don't have movies like this and i don't know if i want to ever see something like that again it was hard enough to deal with yeah it rang too true it made me think too much about myself about my stupid mistakes and my own life that like imagine someone who actually been through this would they want to like hurt themselves forever because they realize how awful their life was i can't imagine and part of me says well you know at least it showed some side of it i don't know like i said there's a reason why hollywood takes something and makes it jazzy or you know changes it so it's kind of fake i i think i needed that it was too true for me that life does freaking suck pardon my language but oh you said freaking <gasps> i just if only you had a hot i just i yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i don't recommend anyone see this movie well, everyone is entitled to their opinion, Shannon. Don't let anyone yeah. boss you around and tell you yours You're is invalid. You're not bossing me. So I, 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 this is what I'm garnering from everybody else's recommendations of this me. movie, that this movie is for educational purposes only and not for entertainment. Agreed. I, I Yeah, I kind of like that. There is psychology school. Watching this movie, I was not entertained. I was reminded of horrible shit from my childhood. Um you know, my mom and many times in her life was this lady, was this doormat getting, you know, just absolutely treated like shit, both physically, which we didn't see in this movie and mentally. Um, she was strong enough a few times to actually be able to cut ties with people. And, uh, she was happy for a time, but she always invited someone back in that would treat her like shit. And sometimes that was even us as shithead kids, you know, we're, nobody's perfect, but like, it is hard to watch when you recognize all these things and you have like uh, time behind you, that distance that gives you that, that wisdom, right? And But like Angela said, not everyone is there. Not everyone actually grows in their life. Everyone's kind of oblivious, just walking around all dumb fucked and going like, <laughs> and, and that is totally true. And maybe they should watch this movie for educational purposes, but I think it should be prefaced. If you're recommending this to someone, tell them this is not entertaining. Mm. This yeah. is this oh, is for yeah. educational purposes, mm-hmm. um, and for yeah. that reason alone, because we're rating movies as a movie, this is a one out of ten. For sure. As an educational film, maybe it's a four. Um, I don't know. I, I, the the docu series, the lecture series, Angela's watching about the Black Plague sounds more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, that that doctor is pretty entertaining. Well, there you go. So I want to throw this out there: a very similar movie. Um, it, it, it's similar in in this in the circumspect that it's like an abused person uh, actually gets a little help. Okay, it's a it's a story where you actually get to see the narrative structure happen in film. That person, your your protagonist, actually gets a little help, gets that lifeline thrown to them, and there is growth and there's change. It's a movie called The Way Way Back. Oh, that's a good movie. Starring another office person has Steve Carell in it. Um, and it's a very uh, Sam Rockwell's in it it's a phenomenal movie I love Um, him this movie has super arcs in it you will cry your eyes out oops (laughs) and you want to see someone who is very different from their office character watch that movie because Steve Carell is actually the bad guy in the movie Get out of here. And it's got Tony Collette, Allison Janney, Anna Sophia Robb, Maya Rudolph, Rob Corddry, Amanda Peet, all these great actors in it. Um, 
haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, we haven't watched it in a long time. It's very, very good. But if you were to compare movies... I think it's similar in the fact that there's someone who's being abused in it, and then they actually get the help they need to get out of it. Best part is I gotta say though, Mm -hmm. this movie uh, is going to hold a special place for me because it has legitimately re-excited me to no end for the movie reviews again. Like this was superbly interesting to hear. Like when it started with me and then morphed through Matt and then Angela disseminated down with Shannon and Joe, like this was, that was superbly interesting to listen to. That was probably one of the best movie reviews I have heard. I'd say in well over two years. I loved it. Cool. Shared around. Yours was yours. Yours. Angela was just unbelievably point on. I'm just highly impressed with it. Yeah. No heart here. Well, you know, we're all people who've actually lived a life, uh, warts and all. We like to learn from our mistakes and not continue to make them. And we hope that everybody out there is going to do the same. You hope. I hope. You can only hope. I can't I'm make people do shit. I'm the hero. I'm the princess. You're my, my princess. Yes, you're all unique. You're all different. I'm not. What, what <laughs> kind of character would you be if you were a character in a movie? I would be the fat comedic relief dude. Okay. What about you, Matt? With a 10-inch dong. Chrome? Um, Disappointed! I'd be the weird schizophrenic guy. Oh, my God. He's so deep. Angela? Oh, I'm I'm a leading lady, of course. Comic? Uh-oh. Dicarus is flying too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and a Aaron, what about you? Or Aaron? I'm I'm one of the two perverts from Bit Little or uh, Big Mouth. I'm pretty sure I'm one of those two guys. That or a little was bit more beautiful. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking his couch cushion. Yeah, okay, Jay. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah, yeah, Princess yeah. Bubblegum, Jay. You are Princess You guys Bubblegum. are the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst. I'm going to go down to the gym and pump you. Uh, you know what? No, no, I, I'm going to change my answer. I want to be coach. I want to be coach so bad. That's who I'm going for. I want to be the badminton. Why don't you shut your fucking mustache, you piece of shit? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, guys, uh, I guess we got we could take a little bit of time to say what we've I, watched this week. It's like one thing. What's one thing you watched gotta this week? I got to jump my kids. Oh, okay. My kids are being bad, bad. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to kill them. Do you want to share your uh, one thing and then go? scrubs i can't stop i'm so in love and it was angela and joe hit me so hard on that and i my wife again it has been a very long period of time since i've seen her laughing that much at a television show she loves elliot um her i think her favorite character is likely the african-american larger nerves that did i did i say i was finished i didn't hear she laverne gets her Oh yeah, she's gonna cry. Um, and um, I don't think there's a sh- a show made that goes can hairpin turn from l- making you laugh to making you cry so beautifully. Yeah, but C- Cox, Doctor Cox, and Brendan Fraser. I got to meet him in his episode. Ooh, mm. I I was introduced to him, and um, he was the latest guest on Real Doctors, Fake Friends, or Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Yeah, Real yep. Friends, <laughs> Real Friends. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Brendan Fraser, but 
or freezer, but man, do I love him. The, I, as you soon know, as the I internet loves voice, him too. Like, and the internet, I think, according to his Reddit AMA, convinced him to go back to acting. Because he was, he was sexually manipulated and accosted by a, mm-hmm. a Hollywood producer, and he mm-hmm. left. That's why he stopped acting. I don't know if you're aware of this, Shannon. I had no Who idea. Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. Uh, go down he has, na- he has named the person. Course. It might be even the same person that grabbed Terry Crews' nuts. Um, but the Who internet... The internet has campaigned for Brendan Fraser to make a Fraser to make a comeback, and he has. So I would take my camping uh, forks thing that you grill marshmallows on. Take you know his balls and toast them over a fire. You could do it yeah. like Elizabeth Salander did. Mm-hmm. How disgusting! Mm-hmm. People so, are weirdos, mm-hmm. perverts. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, okay. Uh, who else has something they saw? I watched Eurovision. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to oh my gosh. our tits on that because so that's going to be the next movie we watch for the podcast. It looks awful and fantastic okay. at the same time. I can't wait. So, Eurovision. I'm, gonna tell you, I'm just going to tell you one thing. Okay. I cried. You cried? I did. Okay, oh, fantastic. I can't wait. Fantastic. Is it Vision Zero or Zero Vision? Eurovision. Eurovision. It's on Netflix. Oh it's with God. Will Ferrell so and Rachel stupid. McAdams. I like warned you about this. It was coming. Oh, I can't and wait to watch Dan Steven from Legion. <gasps> yeah, and he's great. Well, he's also the beast. If you want to be that asshole, um, I'm not. Okay. I'm well, not who else saw something? No. <laughs> Nobody. A- A- no. Aaron went. Oh, I watched a really good movie on Amazon Prime called The Vast of Night. Yeah, yeah. Re- I recommend it. It is like no movie I've seen in a long time. The way the movie was shot. It's very inventive. Um, very suspenseful. I loved it. I would actually watch it again, even though you know what's what the name? The, the vast, vast of night. Of night. It's an Amazon original, super low budget, super creatively shot. They have this really cool shot that goes from a radio station Sci-fi, through I'm a in. town, through a town, and to a basketball game <gasps> on a drone. It's so awesome. And then they go through oh, the no, basketball no. game like they somebody catches the drone with their hands, walks it through the basketball game as a steady cam, then throws it out a window, and the drone shot goes back. It's dope as shit and it's Shannon, a period movie. i thank you from the bottom of my heart i watched the trailer for this movie over a year ago and i was like what the sweet sam hill is this and it made me think of the movie that horror movie that was done here in michigan that is like kind of a cult classic it just it made it feel like it wasn't like when i watched the trailer it felt like it was like a college done movie with like a actual budget even though it's low budget it felt like they had something i'm it looking was, forward to well this. that's just the looking beauty of forward. the time we live in low budget can make everything look good now and it's a period movie which, yeah i'm looking yeah. forward it's like in the 50s or 60s yeah, yeah. it's fantastic really really good i haven't seen a movie this angela long. you look like violet from incredibles right now uh, so um, oh. matt did you see anything <laughs> bud oh did you finish picard the hair has come yes i did um, so is the internet wrong? Did the ending episode suck balls? No, it didn't. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch it then. The internet's wrong. I believe you. Um, no, I don't know what they're... So what were you going to recommend? Picard. Oh. <laughs> You're just speaking for him. Let him speak. I just asked him if he finished Picard. So is that what you want to recommend, or is there something else you saw that you want to recommend? There is. I think I'm going to save it for next time just because we'd be talking about it so much. <laughs> I think we can probably do episodes on it. Westworld, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think I we're almost to that point where we could probably do some like 
recaps of a season or something. That'd be awesome. Sure. Okay. Uh, the thing I want to recommend is uh, also something that made me cry. Uh, Penis. Adventure Time Distant Lands uh, came out on HBO. Um, it, the first episode of four called BMO. It was all about BMO. It is a prequel to the original Adventure Time series. It is super sweet, super cute. There's, uh, oh my gosh. Um, That's why I like BMO. Adventure Time legit. <laughs> adventure Time is one of those shows that is like an actual adventure. It takes you on a ride. It is super, if you pay attention, it's dark. It is adult. It is fucked up. Um, but it's also so bright and and kind of wacky that it's for kids too. And it takes you on a it takes you on a fucking ride over ten seasons, and uh, you kind of have to be emotionally ready for it. Because we watched the finale. Shannon had never seen it, so we watched a recap. Um, she's never seen all the episodes, and then we watched the finale. Uh, what do you think of that finale, Shannon? I was crying, and I yeah. didn't even see every episode. But according to the recap I watched, I didn't need to. Yeah, there was a lot of additional episodes. Um, a lot of stuff happens, but it makes. It really weaved everything together. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. I have it now saved. I'm going to watch this. Adventure Time. It, you can watch it with your kids in the room, eh, Aaron? Yeah, no. Babe. No, you can. You can. And, uh, there is nothing horrible about it. Is, it. it is a children's show for sure. Yeah, so um, is SpongeBob. My kids aren't watching SpongeBob. Oh, you're going to be one of those. No, it's parents. not like SpongeBob. Yeah, I will be one of those. <laughs> it's actually good. Well, Listen, my kids. my kids are able to watch like Blaze and all the fun shows. Like I wasn't, I didn't get to watch Simpsons until I was roughly fifteen or sixteen years old. But there's certain cartoon shows or like things that if an adult really likes it that much or it's geared toward that, I would prefer not to have those things going over their head. Have they seen The Little Mermaid? Yeah. Oh, um, Aaron, that's not what this that. is. This isn't like Big Mouth, where it's actually geared for adults. This is just, um, they could grow up with this show instead of like binging it all at once. Yeah, it's o- not, over the course of nine years, they could grow up with this show. It doesn't have like hu- like adult jokes. It's my kid's no. five. I'd say if my kid was like seven or eight, I would probably that might be a good time it, to start not him on five. It. Yeah, not not five. Um, that's really gosh, all I was. Really Oliver there. Most of the Sorry. jokes like are farts. So. <laughs> and they're always funny every fucking time <laughs> like i thought it'd be funny just a, a perfectly well-placed fart they're in a cave i mean it's comedic genius so that's what i want to recommend it's on hbo for those of you who love adventure time whose kids love adventure time yeah. it is back for four roughly 50 minute episodes um the first one has dropped who knows when the second one's gonna drop they haven't announced it yet so that's where i'm at So that's, yeah, I suppose that's it for this week, guys. Um, We'll be back next week to talk about, I don't know, probably some recommendations, right? Cheese bags. We'll be doing Eurovision. And then we'll do Eurovision after that. Yeah. Join us for Eurovision. Yeah. It's so good. I can't uh, wait. I I legitimately can't wait. It looks dope. It It looks legit dope. But bad. Yes. But great. I'm gonna dress up. I'm gonna dress up bad. for our podcast. I'm gonna get a suit and tie on. I think. What? No, no. For Eurovision, I, I feel like... like it. I feel like it'll be for Will Ferrell. I'm dressing up. I would like totally put like glitter, uh, eyeshadow, Silver. 
Yeah. Silver eyeshadow and all the way do, across. And like, black <laughs> athletic lines on my face. <laughs> That'd yeah. be perfect. I gotta wrap my hair, though, like in the 80s. I want... Totally. Hey, Aaron, you just put your headband up and you're going to town. Yeah, guys. I uh, let you guys talk through the entire outro, so I'll just say this. Moviedummies at gmail.com. Anchor.fm slash moviedummies. Leave us a voice message, and we will talk to y'all next week. Stay fresh, you cheese bags. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Aaron. Also, bye. 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 Cheese is soft.